crazy quilts. Max Weber, our biologist, stood at the tail fin with me and stared. Look at that on their heads. Those, those antlers. Those are not antlers, my friend. Well, I was afraid to say it. It, it looks like vegetation. As if they were trying to hide behind a skimpy thicket. Yeah, what bothers me is the fruit and vegetables. That is fruit and vegetables growing on their heads. Hey, watch it. One of them's broken away from the herd and coming over this way. Step back. Give me a clear shot in case it charges. Look, here it comes. How do you like that? It just dropped. Head. That animal just walked up to us and dropped dead. We left the critter lying where it fell and started to set up camp. Carl Parsons, our ecologist, had the stove together and the supper started before the last tent peg was driven. I dug out my diet kit and mixed up my formula, and all of them kidded me about it the way they always did. It didn't bother me. Their kidding was automatic, and I had automatic answers. I know ulcers must sound silly and archaic. You ask any medic, he'll tell you they don't happen anymore. But I have a riddled stomach and a special diet kit to prove that they sometimes do. After supper, Carl Parsons, the ecologist, Max and I, dragged the critter in and had a good look at it. Hey, look at this, Ed. This animal's got different colored blocks on it, just like a, like a checkerboard. Look at this one. Holes. Yeah. Just like one of those peg sets a kid uses toys. Here, look what I found out of that. I'll poke it with my knife. There. Looks like a bee. Well, it is. On top of being a tomato bush and a grapevine, this critter is a walking beehive. Why couldn't they be something simple? Yeah, it never is. You know, this is a screwy place. The critters? No, not the critters. The planet itself. Never saw one like it. It's positively naked. No trees, no flowers, nothing. Almost as if someone had said, let's make a simple planet. Let's cut out all the frills. Let's skip all the biological experiments and... Just work on the basics. One form of life and the grass for it to eat. We unshipped the experimental animals, the rats, the zartils from Centauri and the pumpkins from Polaris. The pumpkins made an unholy racket because pumpkins are always hungry. You just can't give them enough to eat. You turn them loose and they eat themselves to death. We got them all unshipped and set up under a shed in rows when Max walked up to me thoughtfully, chewing on a toothpick the way he always did. Ed, there's something wrong. Yeah, what do you mean? There are no insects here. I wandered around, laid down in a dozen different places. Stands to reason a man should find some insects if he looked all morning. It is natural. What about the bees? What bees? Well, the ones that were in the critter. Didn't you see any? No, I didn't get close to any critter herds. Birds? Not a one. Oh, I was wrong about the flowers. The grass is tiny flowers. Uh, for the bees to work on. Hmm. Very neat, isn't it? I'm not so sure. American tradition.
Now back to X-1 and the Clifford Simak story, Drop Dead. The bio team had the critter spread out on a canvas tarp. They were happily chopping him up in small pieces with a scalpel. Ed, I've got news for you. No brain. What? No brain. We can't find one, and there's no nervous system. That's impossible. How can a highly organized, complex animal exist without a brain or nervous system? He's got everything else. As near as we can figure it out, there are at least a dozen different kinds of flesh. Some fish, some fowl, some good red meat, maybe even a little lizard. Well, an all-purpose animal. We found something, finally. If it's edible, and if it doesn't poison you, if it doesn't grow hair all over you... Well, that's up to you, fellas. I'll get the cages down, and you can start killing...